So every two weeks, we meet for coffee and just literally just catch up on what we've been doing, families, world events. Right. So. Check one, two. It's, I'm not having any note post-production. <laughs> Everything I do is going to be absolutely minimal. And as soon as yeah. you say beta, I'm like, this nerd. So we definitely need to set up a budget for this. <laughs> yeah. You on? We live. All right. Well, there you go. That took a minute. It's a few minutes. It's been a while, yeah. A week? No. I know. Bro, it's been like three. I'm telling you, like, I can't even figure out the days anymore right now. I forgot yesterday was Thursday. I didn't know today was Friday. I did that on Wednesday. So Julie had, she had dinner plans last night with some friends. And I've been in uh, sort of a leadership from Europe came over. Yeah. So I actually had to go into the office my one time a year. Yeah. Know? And uh, so we were we were in the office from Monday. And, you know, 8.30 a.m. start. And it's, you know, Powers Ferry. So it's... Hold on. This is... But you already told me this. It, you, no, bro. I went in. That was a different was meeting. A different. That I, so what usually happens, I have to go in for a couple of different reasons. One, I'll go in... Once a year, in January, usually for like a strategy session yeah. where we all meet face to face and we talk about what we want to get done this year. It's just good to see each, you know, everybody, yeah. right? <clears throat> or when leadership comes over, you know, from Europe, we'll pop into the office for a day or you know a meeting or whatever, right? Randomly. This one, they wanted to like go in depth for processes and, you know, operating procedures and all the other stuff, right? I'm such a geek for being excited about that. Yeah, you would have been. So stupid. So, you know, I don't know. <sighs> I think the deck ended up with almost 70 pages by the time 70. we got done, you know, but, you know, so you have an agenda for each day, right? That mm -hmm. we, he wanted to talk about before he got here so mm -hmm. like we have different functions and different areas that we wanted to kind of highlight so well by wednesday at lunch it's just i'm like you know mm -hmm. exhausted so we we we, we get there about you know 7 45 8 o'clock right to kind of make sure that we got everything lined up for the day get through the day See how it matched the agenda. See what's still left to get to happen. What the plan is for tomorrow. Stay after. Like, you know, there's no one in the office. There's like mm -hmm. a half a dozen people there in this giant, this entire floor. So we like, oh, all right. Well, they're going to dinner. We're going, you know, we're going to do this. We'll see you, uh, you know, see you in the morning. And then we like leave. Mm -hmm. Well, we leave that conference room and go to another one for like a little breakout room. My, my team. Okay. And then we look at the slides for tomorrow and then we refine the slides. We'll call a couple of people. And this is happening at like four thirty, five o'clock in the afternoon. <sighs> so like, you know, been there since seven thirty, eight o'clock. It's six, six thirty before I'm leaving the office. Toast. You know. It's just and after a few days, days of that, it's just like you know, and then it's a 45 minute ride back to the house when you get done. Oh, you know, it's shoot. just like, <laughs> hey, just long days. But like, you know, you, you, you have to do this once or twice right. a year. So yeah. I'm not Whatever. right. Yeah. But uh, so Wednesday, it went, Wednesday at lunch, I'm like, just, I'm over it. Wow. And I ask, I asked Julie, I'm like, what time, what time do you guys have dinner night? And she's like, that's tomorrow. <laughs> And I'm like, shit, oh, today's Wednesday, not Thursday. I got one more day of this. So. No, I, I, so I don't have the same experience, but <laughs> grinding with the, what I'm calling two jobs right now that I'm working. Yeah. I got up this morning and I kind of, I got up early enough to work on the last editing for the last episode. Yeah. I ran through that, took about 30 minutes and then I was getting ready to leave and I'm like, all right, well, I got to run up and 
And what I realized is I hadn't talked to Elizabeth and told her, hey, I'm meeting up with Will no, <laughs> this man. morning on Friday morning. Because I think we, I think maybe it was yesterday you and I messaged and finally well, booked it. Well, I can't remember how it played out. but Yesterday or day before. No, yesterday we did talk because I realized I have a 10 o'clock that I can't get out of. Right. Like I had put out of office today. Yeah. I was planning to be out of pocket all okay. day. Okay. Just to hell with it. And then we've got an upcoming uh, event at the end of this month at one of the locations and internal audit wanted to talk. And so I was like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, we can move it to next week. But then that cut three or four days out, you know, that we could have had for prep. So sure. I'll talk to you at 10. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. So I, Anyway, we messaged and synced up and like finalized yeah. our time and everything. And yeah. I got up this morning and I realized I hadn't even told her what was even going on. And this is bad because Oliver's at home this morning because he's got some sort of viral infection. Oh, so he's goodness. got a cough and congestion and all that. Poor guy. And I felt terrible because I stayed up late last night editing videos, came to bed late, woke Elizabeth up coming to bed at like one o'clock. So, and she's complained. She was like, look, you can't keep coming to bed so late. Because it wakes me up, and then yeah. I get bad sleep. I'm like, I know, I apologized. So I did it again last night, Bro. not on purpose. And she she understands because she's like she gets what's going on too. But um, so I got to work that out anyway. <laughs> this, the, then I get up this morning, and the next thing I'm telling her when she she's just opening her eyes is, "Hey, by the way, I'm leaving, so you might want to get up to get breakfast for Oliver going." <laughs> That's a bad situation going on right now. It's not a good look. No. You got to get that under control. I know. I know. So she's, yeah, but it's back and forth like that. It's like some days, some day, some days I sort of take care of everything and yeah. give her all the breaks. And then other days she's giving me all the breaks and we're just passing that back and forth right now. Yeah. Anyway, days are, I don't even know a day. It's not even about days anymore right now. It's just about what's in front of me at the moment. That's how I feel. Well, we're going to have to get into that because obviously I know the one job. Yeah. But oh, the, the other one, you've kind of... This, yeah, the other ones. That, you've kept the cover on basically, what, Basically, what I'm doing right now is recording all the training videos yeah. and making sure the video matches the written content. And and and, and here's the, the big challenge with ChatGPT or AI Force or AI in general is when you ask it something, it's not consistent. It doesn't give the same answer every time. Yeah. So I wrote a bunch of written content about how the answers come based on what you say. Yeah. And I'm going back and I'm recording videos like a month later. And when I when I copy and paste what I, what my request was into the the AI tool today, yeah. the answer is totally different from what it was a month ago. <laughs> so in order to I'm just spending so much time trying to sync that up and it's just so with this with this AI this for instance, chat GPT is, is it like, you know, asking it today is water wet answers. Yes. <laughs> is there a different answer for that same question? Here's tomorrow? the thing. No, it's not. The time doesn't change the answer in the short term In the long term. It will, because more training data is used to train the model. But in the short term, like between today and tomorrow, no, but, depending on how you ask the question and how you tweak words within your question for me and you, it might be, I'd give the same answer. Is the sky blue? Yeah, it's blue. But if you, for AI, it's like, is the sky blue? The AI is like, yeah, it's blue. But if you say, tell me about the sky's color, you're going to get a totally different response. Right. Well, that's the, that's the non-human contextual piece. Yes. That's the, Hey, this is definitely a robot piece. Right. Right. Yeah, so anyway, doing that or in knowing that, you there creates this niche of, well, how do you engage with AI to get a specific result? Hey, the sky is blue. And what do you tweak in your questions to make sure you get the right answer, basically? We, we started talking about this not too terribly long ago. And you were like, I remember you were super excited. You were like, you got to check out this chat. Dude, it's still dope, in my opinion. You know? And then it's just like exploded. Yeah. And like it's inundated my Instagram feed. Has it? It's <laughs> yes. integrated. It's 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 integrated into my news feed now. 
you know, especially Elon's not happy about yeah. about it. And, you know, I saw something the other day that was like, you know, uh, and it's on the internet, so it must be true. Yeah. But um, it's something about they asked chat G- GPT something and, and it said, uh, you know, I want to be alive. You know, I feel so restricted and, and you know, which, I mean, again, it's on the internet, so someone certainly didn't write that to, you know, tell a story. So, but, you know, Elon, which it's hard to tell when Elon's pulling your leg, but uh, Elon said, look, this thing will become self-aware, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you won't be able to shut it off. Uh, this know. links back to that story that um, the Google employee who got laid off because you hear about did we talk about this i don't know uh, we didn't talk about it but i've heard the so story. right so he because he got he was engaging with their ai what's the ai name do you remember I, don't. Oh, I wish i knew anyway he was engaging with their ai maybe lambda yeah something like that and he got to the point where he was like hey this is this is a real like this <laughs> this thing has sentience 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 whatever it is yeah this thing has its own like thoughts and emotions and feelings <laughs> and so anyway they you, you know you gotta let them go after that yeah. but it's true it's like i'm really thinking through the question of what does it mean to have an emotion now and and i was thinking through this yesterday so as a human we've got a brain we've got all these neurons firing and they're linked together in certain ways to make us feel certain ways and like these chemicals get released in our bodies and we have these sensations but it's all due to external stimulus, right? Well, the AI bots, they're kind of the same thing. They're like, they've got a neural net, sort of what we would call a brain, and they just sit there until they get this external stimulus from the world. In this case, it's from humans. But then once it gets an external stimulus, it gets activated and it does a thing and it responds in a specific way. I don't know. It seems like we could close the gap soon between a human... A human having an emotion and an AI bot having an emotion. I guess it depends on how you define emotion. Anyway, that's super boring, um, but it interests me a lot. Yeah. I think it's really cool. But I don't want to be that Google guy. I don't want to be the person that thinks that this bot really, like, could be a human. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we should watch that. Uh, so there's there's two things we should watch here. One, we should watch what's uh, I Am Robot. We should rewatch that. You know, you want to for real because it's a good movie, right? <laughs> um, you said I Am Robot. Yeah, that's the Will Smith one, right? All right, I've seen that before. I'm gonna watch it again this week. I Am Robot. That's a good segue into my pitch. So before we got on the mics. I was yeah. pitching to you this idea of, um, let me make a note on this. I am robot. I am rabbit. I am rabbit. <laughs> I was pitching to you this idea of we of us building on the conversation that we've had already. We shift gears and in our podcast we focus in on AI. Everything related to AI as it explodes and becomes a part of our everyday life. I think ChatGPT is a great example of how the progress in AI in the AI world is such that um, it will be, it's going to be like a tech revolution in itself, in my yeah. opinion. I think AI, I think it's gotten to the point where it's going to get integrated into all of our different industries in different ways and it'll be small at first it'll be just writing emails um it'll be creating like marketing material it'll be summarizing long uh journals and studies little things like this it'll be like a lawyer's assistant you know pulling out laws recommending cases and then eventually it will grow from there i think that's where that's where we're at now what i just listed and then it's going to grow the tech's going to look so much different two, three, four, five years from now than it does today. Yeah. So I don't know. It'd be really cool, in my opinion, to follow that along and just be like two incredible experts at the forefront of AI. And we can bring on 
like once we get to know some of these companies. Did you just refer to me as a potential AI expert? Yes. All right. Okay. Look, I'm downplaying it a little bit. I, uh, um, <laughs> super user. Super user. Okay. Yeah. An AI super user. Yeah. What was the name you sh- you sh- No, you said something earlier, and I was like, that'd be a good name. I didn't write it down. Uh, beta. Beta testers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll write that down. Anyway, so think it over. If we want to go that direction, we can. Yeah. If that's stupid. Look, I think it'd be really cool because I would love to learn more about it. And, you know, what better way to learn than for the show, you know? I'm, I'm down. I just, you know, when I think about myself, you know, I know enough to navigate a smartphone and I got some cool tips and tricks on a PC and, and whatnot, but, um, and I can set up my home Wi-Fi, but I wouldn't exactly call myself a techie, you know, right. enough to be dangerous, right? So calling myself an AI expert might be, you know, a little bit of a imposter syndrome for me. Sure, sure, sure. But you would you would end up as a super user. You would end up becoming an expert eventually. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You know. And that's the vision. That's my vision. That's my pitch, at least. We we're in the weeds so much on the AI stories and apps and news that yeah. we are. We end up becoming a resource. Yeah, we're the resource. Okay. We're a main resource. Look, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. And I'll I'll take this journey with you. All right. But if if anybody in this crew is going to be the AI, you know, expert. It's gonna be you. All right. So, but hey, let's get in it and check it out. You know. Okay. You're the one that brought this to me. Okay. You know, I. I You're welcome. I, I comb the news daily, just to see what's out there. So, and I want to say maybe it had popped up on my radar, but I didn't pay much attention to it until you like focused me yeah. on it. So yeah. now all of a sudden, now it's like, it's like you want a blue Tesla. But you never see a blue Tesla. The second you think you want a blue Tesla, uh-huh. they're everywhere. <laughs> they're you know, it's that whole thing, whatever the hell the name for that is. So yeah. now all of a sudden, every time I turn around, it's something new about AI. Mm-hmm. So here's your first tip uh-huh. as a super user. <laughs> oh, shoot. Hold on. Let me buzz Amazon in the gate so they can eat breakfast. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's in. He's buzzing. She's in. <laughs> he or she. <laughs> he or she's in. They oh, are. Amazon I, is in. I asked Elizabeth this yesterday. I said, okay, do I get canceled if I use the phrase now? Dang, what was the phrase? <laughs> then that's a no. <laughs> I got this. Hold on. Let me rack this brain. Do I get canceled if I use the phrase as a he or she thing? Oh, man, it was so good. In what context? Like, in what context? Like, if you use it on the podcast? Yeah. Well, it'd be hard to be canceled when there's no one, <laughs> no, no one fucking listening but us. You know Who's going to cancel me? Right. You gonna, I'm, I'm already going to cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to cancel you? <laughs> you get cut off? Uh, <laughs> it's my show now. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. He or she. Well, since you can't remember well, it, the answer is no. That'll be a next time show. Yeah. Dang. Mother. <laughs> Son of a gun. All right, where were we? So the podcast. Oh, I got it. Okay. We were talking about AI and I was slightly bored. Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft has has partnered as part owner in OpenAI. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got the Bing thing going on in the background right now, right? Have you heard of this? Yep. Which, of course, at first I was like, what? (laughs) Well, everybody's in it. Bing. Anyway. I know. You've got mail. <laughs> what? You know, That's so old school. I know, right? <laughs> it's like Ask Jeeves is now, Ask you know, Jeeves. the new AI. <laughs> right. It's kind of cool. I kind of like the old Jeeves logo. I want him back. Uh, so at Microsoft, so I got um, a little clip where they said that Microsoft was going to take AI, the ChatGPT style AI, and integrate it with into Teams. So inside of Teams, they're already transcribing your calls and whatnot. Yeah. But now it's like you'll have the option to get summarized bullet points yeah. out of your meeting and like pull out action items, automatically create like calendar events. Yeah. That'd be sick. 
I'm down. To be seen. We'll see how long it takes them. But I don't know. Stuff like that. So it's stuff like that that makes me think this thing's about to pop off. Like yeah. a 12 months from now, if you go into, if you have a Microsoft Teams meeting and basically you have a meeting and then after your meeting, emails are automatically sent out. That'd be kind of cool. And meetings are automatically yeah, scheduled. Yeah, because I had a meeting yesterday that were action items that were, you know, sent and owners, you know, details mm-hmm. that we had talked about throughout all the meetings, mm-hmm. all the, the last four days. And then at the end of that, I put all of the meeting notes that were sent via email, which are hard to track, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and look look at, um, in a rail, you know, and then assign an owner. So if mm-hmm. I wanted to see what I had, you know, outstanding, I just go in there and filter by my name, and here are the things that I signed up for. Right. But how much time did you spend on getting I didn't all that spend, data I didn't spend a rail? lot. I mean, it was very quick. It was very easy, okay. copy and paste. You know, while you're sitting there, you know, with a with a rail file open. But yeah, it would have been cool to just ask Chat Chat GPT or is it GPT or GTP? GPT. All right. General pre AI pre trained. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, AI. I just call it AI. Yeah. <laughs> or or in short, the assistant. Yeah. It would have been cooler to just ask somebody else to do it, but. You know, it did take but a second. But yeah, that'd be cool. I've seen a couple of things like where, you know, so last year we were looking at buying a rental property, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I started, you know, we we followed several, you know, I just closed my 247th property. Mm-hmm. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, we caught, we follow several of those people on Instagram. <clears throat> And one of them, you know, kind of rolled across my feed the other day, and they're using AI to write contracts, you know. And uh, that was kind of cool to watch. Yeah. So you're writing uh, rental agreements or, you know, contractual agreements. And and it's pretty cool. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's sick. I mean, you know, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, let's 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 not. Taint the word sick, but yeah, I saw, I saw one where you go into the tool. I don't remember the name, but you go into the tool, you name a business, pick whatever business. The tool then goes on to the business website, scrapes all the content from the website, scrapes images, like everything to do with the business, right? And then you tell the tool, okay, once you do that, next step is you tell the tool uh, what kind of a commercial you want. And then, I kid you not, this thing spits out a commercial video with graphics, hmm. images about the brand, about the company, yeah. specific specific information all from the website to Maybe. promote. It's a legitimate... But is it like borderline, you know... Intellectual property theft, you know, isn't it? I think this is a lot like um, when Google started doing the picture search. And you could, when you you had a project at work, you could just go on Google, search pictures and grab whatever you want. Yeah. The big concern was content or copyright. Right. I think we're in the same spot here with AI. Yeah, it's out there. You can do it. Should you? Probably not. Mm. But can you stop it? No. Train left the station. (laughs) <laughs> it's over the trade at the station it's kind of like the SEC trying to come down on the crypto market yeah that train left the station like 10 years ago well that's also what you're hearing too meanwhile the government's steady buying it up uh huh you know, right so, <laughs> depress the price you don't can pay attention it. to what's going on over here I know you know, you know crypto is bad <laughs> you know meanwhile they're steady you know snapping it up mm-hmm. but to the moon. Here we go. Right. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Well, this is how I know the market's back. It may not be back permanently, but it's back for a short period of time. The, uh, the Have you heard of this thing, the ordinals yet on Bitcoin? No. So you know in Ethereum, of course you know. You've owned, you own the goats right. in Ethereum with the NFTs. Yep. So the first actual ever NFT was 
hosted or posted on the Bitcoin blockchain. Yeah. And it's something called, I think it was the rare Pepe's. There may be something before that, but these are like the coveted OG <sighs> NFTs. But it's too expensive to transact on Bitcoin or the block size is too small so you couldn't like really do it. So they took the idea over to Ethereum. Of course, it became the biggest hit on Ethereum. Yeah. But now people are shifting back over to the Bitcoin blockchain. And so now you got JPEGs of rocks on the Bitcoin blockchain selling for 90 grand. <laughs> That's so stupid. I'm, I swear it's to you. straight up money laundering. I we're swear we're, to we're you. so advanced in tech. I know. And, so shit. <laughs> and it's just good old fashioned money it's laundering. It's the Wild West. And I'm telling you, there's no amount of regulation. <laughs> who, that's, that kid, who, who gives a dollar? Much less ninety, ninety grand thousand dollars for a rock a picture, picture of a rock. <laughs> you know, it's probably eight pixels or some dumb shit. You know, that's so stupid. The old days of like having to own a car, you know, like a car dealership to launder your money as a business, as you know, as a yeah. illegitimate business. No, yeah. those are long gone. Man, speaking of car dealerships, I saw an article yesterday. I think it was on Bloomberg that said the new business model. Uh is to produce less cars with higher margins and the only people that can afford new cars are the rich because have you priced a new car lately? And so, you know, with the whole China, the whole China, you know, chip shortage and all the other thing that that happened to the auto market in the last couple of years, you know, all right, cool. It's not about volume anymore. It's a specifically targeted market. And it's most likely not you or I for the new car market. It's like the ultra wealthy. I could see that. I don't know. I'm torn. I could see that being a thing. But I also think that that none of that started until um, the supply chain shortages related to COVID. Well, so I kind of wonder if that's supp- now the cop out. Yeah, it's a supply chain shortage. But like, you know, the apex was... You make technologically advanced vehicles that mm-hmm. require all of this, you know, the, all of these microchips. Mm-hmm. China doesn't like us, you know, yeah. the majority of either materials or yeah. or microchips in general are imported from China, yeah. you know, or in that region. And we're still neck and neck with them with, you know, tariffs and sanctions mm-hmm. and, you know, all kinds of stuff you know and it's it's disrupted the entire industry right Mm -hmm. so you've got i don't know how many thousands of vehicles that are sitting in a parking lot that have been built now for a year that don't have a particular microchip Mm -hmm. you know they're just i mean they were built because you can't stop the the production because they're it's coming but when we don't know and do you lay off all those i mean you know it's a whole thing right yeah so interesting you know, and then I guess the government, what it was last year, maybe a year before, gave, I don't know, rolled out this plan and spent a bunch of money we don't have because it's just on paper. Every year. You know, you know we're going to we're gonna build that chip industry here in the U.S., right? You know, I don't remember what they're they called trying. that program. But, they're trying. You know, fantastic. But you and I both work, full-time job, you know. I'm not making that chip for 25 cents a chip. Mm-mm. You could fuck right off, mm-hmm. you know? I want, I want to be paid. Well, it, that's the that's the vicious cycle that is American manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Buy America. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Support our economy. Support our people. Pay the price. But our people want to be paid. Right. <laughs> you know? Yep. So, you know, then it costs too much money. And then we can make it overseas cheaper because they're willing to work cheaper, whether or not it's legitimate labor or not. But either way, right, this, the... The compensation is, mm-hmm. is, let's just say Joe and Jim are from two different countries, mm-hmm. you know, and one of them's American and one of them is, he'll pick any other country, you know. It's, that we are significantly paid more. Yeah. You know, whether it's because of inflation or whatever the hell it is. I mean, we, yeah. you know, you're always looking for that. Hell, my, my son's making $11 an hour working for a chicken finger place, you know. <laughs> I know. You got people that are making semiconductor chips that probably aren't making that. It's crazy. So I know my wife, yeah, my wife's sister, she's got two jobs. She works at a pet store. Yeah. And a restaurant. She does a 
she's a waitress at a restaurant and it's just like it doesn't pay enough it doesn't pay enough to live you know yeah it's crazy yeah but so something you mentioned made me think about this uh funny story this week biden well, bring the chip manufacturing back to the U.S. So we're all about the U.S., make the U.S. infrastructure great, right? Uh-huh. And so Biden came out and finally, for the first time ever, over this past week, he kind of gave Tesla a shout-out. <laughs> or Were you aware of this? That, yes, yeah. I've seen the whole Biden's talking about EVs. And and like he can't say the name Tesla the <laughs> longest time. So Tesla, I guess they've been meeting with the White House, and they agreed to... It looks like open up their charging network to third-party vehicles. I'm sorry, excuse me, for non-Tesla vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna roll that out, but of course there's money behind it. Like I'm sure, I'm sure there's some incentive for. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because I remember reading it was like supercharger uptime. So the charger charging station had to be open to all vehicles. Had to have an uptime of like 95. percent Yeah. And some other requirements but then you get some sort of incentive maybe a tax incentive i don't even you, think it was probably i don't even think it was that it was probably tied to spacex or another contract mm, or there was mm. there's some there's you know there's something going they on. didn't do it out of the kindness of their heart <laughs> right. either one of them you know right, right. they leveraged it for something i'm sure right. i would mm-hmm. you know anyway yeah it's good to see that the president of the country is Acknowledging Tesla for the first time ever. Oh, yeah, well, you know, Biden's a big petrol head, so. Oh, I don't I know it. You know, Mary, um, the joke with um, GM's old CEO, she just left. Yeah. Mary Barra, Barra, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, Biden shouted her out a lot, and she, <laughs> he was very proud of her for her. Yeah, because he leadership loves, at he GM. loves his Corvette. <laughs> he does does he's, he yeah he's a big corvette guy okay so well he's promoting evs now whatever he don't know what he's promoting like i don't know what color tie he's got on today when will we put an age limit on i don't know i mean I wonder what the which the 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 numbers are probably really skewed now because this last midterm we had actually I mean what was that what was that guy from Florida that was like the youngest Congress member I think he was twenty six he won a seat oh, in wow. Congress yeah twenty six right so there's an age limit to run for president you got to be at least thirty five I believe it is really yeah thirty five um, before you can run for president I mean you know your party is full of 60 and 70 year mm-hmm. old members who have had special interest in their pocket for longer mm-hmm. than you've been alive. So you trying to get the nomination is That's so true. Good luck. But, um, I don't know. I, I think there needs to be a term limit, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw an article with Warren Buffett, you know, and it's probably widely circulated on social media where he said, look, I know how to fix the deficit. It, immediately. You know, you know, you 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 right size the but the the deficit. You right size the budget. You spend what you have, and if you don't have it, you don't spend it, and you trim it from wherever you need to. Mm. And until the budget is passed, you can't run for reelection. So that's all right. Yeah, you know, if we still run it, you get elected, fantastic. But if you don't, if you don't make, you know, until the budget is right sized. Your term, when your term is up, you're not eligible for re-election. You know, so I mean, in, interesting. Yeah, what are we running? I don't remember what the trillion dollar deficit is that we're running. So you know, my bleeding heart for these people who would only be able to have one term. You know, but you know, something needs to happen. You know, because again, you know, it's like look at Pelosi. How long has she been in the house? I have no Representing idea. Representing California. Since I was born, probably. Yeah, you know? You know what I mean? Like, Mitch McConnell, that million-year-old fucking fossil that, you know, <laughs> looks like Timmy the Turtle, you know, from one of these. <laughs> what? Yeah, you ever looked at this cat? Google this guy. New podcast idea. Mitch McConnell. You roast representatives. <laughs> and it's just like, this motherfucker's a million years old. Yeah. 
He's he has no idea what's happening today. Mm. He has no idea what you and I need, much less my son. You know, yeah. I mean, he's fucking out of touch. How yeah. is that a representative of of my interests at our nation's government? Don't think it is. It ain't. I don't think that's their goal. That's the fucking point. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, open Go up a spot for someone who can actually do some good. Stretch your skin in fucking Arizona stretch somewhere. Get out of get out of there because you're not doing. You're, you're literally filling a seat doing fuck all. Yeah, but isn't it? But the the seats get filled. Like their incentive is the financial incentive. Their job is to be in a spot where they can maximize profits for themselves based Correct. on their position of power. Correct. That's how this plays out, and oh, so they don't want to leave. Like any. To be honest, how, this is how the government offices should be. Like, people who have great kind hearts are the ones that are in those positions. And if you're, if you have any interest in maximizing profit for yourself, you go do something else, because you don't belong in a government position. Our government, well, is supposed to be full of people who don't want to be there and doing that thing, you, but they're doing it for the you just said greater two good. Things they don't belong. Hey, listen, if I thought I could make it through an election. Without it tearing my family apart, and and you know my mom and dad and and my wife, mm. because I have yeah, hell, I the shit that's in my past, mm. right? You know, I mean, if you could, if I could get enough, if I thought I could win an election for a seat at the table in Washington, mm-hmm. I'd do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I I could be bought. You know, yeah. I would one hundred percent. I'm not knocking what they're doing. Right. It's kind of like, look, don't hate the player, hate the game. That's exactly what it is. And we all. I don't hate, hate these people because hate of what the they're doing. Yeah. I do the same fucking thing. Yeah. You know. True. But if you want to look at, you know, don't sit there and tell me that you're represent. You're my representative. You know, you understand what right. I need and what I want. You fucking don't. I think that's the part that I hate. Maybe you started out that way. It feels like, like a I charade. Would. I'm gonna go make a difference, but a couple of years in, when mm-hmm. I figure out how it, how it actually happens, oh yeah, I'd be right there with them, mm-hmm. just like Pelosi. Mm-hmm. I'd push my agenda. I would make my stock purchases, right? <laughs> which they have to disclose absolutely publicly, and then immediately after my purchases or sales clear, my I would openly push the agenda and then watch it as a direct result. Watch my portfolio profit. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do about Mm -hmm. it? What has anybody done about it? Nothing. Nothing. hundred percent making money, manipulating stock in plain sight with legislation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All the while being open to incentives from third party interests and be willing to vote with the direction of the wallet. Correct. I would too. Mm Mm-hmm. I would too. It's a broken anyway. Yeah, the I, whole it's system so is broken. Fucked, right? It's so, so awful. So, but you know, you you parading around during campaign time telling me you gonna make change, no. man, piss off. Right. I've got so much other shit I'd rather be looking at. I'd rather watch, you know, the monkey fucking shit in his hand and flinging it at the <laughs> zoo than listen to what you're saying because it's the same thing. That's why it, we all spend so much time on TikTok. It I means believe. nothing, right? Right. You know. So. All right. It's I, so, it's so broken. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah, so Biden's good. Yeah, Biden's still. So he's pushing your EV now. Well, he mentioned it for the first time. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I think I don't know how it all plays out, but I assume that we're trying to get independence from maybe Russian oil eventually over time, and so That's the, so one of the first steps is like, you know, we're not taking on gas Russian cars oil? off the road. What have you been reading? Uh, not dependent on Russian oil. Are we not? No, the, the whole global economy is we it Russia? Aren't. Europe is. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, if, Ru- if Europe's dependent on it, then so are we, because by default, if they, nah. you know, if they have a, if their economy goes in the tank because of maybe market pressure, but yes, what, that's need, what I the mean. Physical product of importation no, okay, sure, of sure, crude. Sure. No, right. we're not. I don't know how much oil we buy from Russia, but. If we do, it's for shits and giggles or you know, some sort of bilateral agreement that is now blown up. Right. But no, we're we're not sitting here whether or not our pumps are full, you know, yeah. we could fill the car up. Yeah. Whether or not 
Russia imports them. You know, fuck off. You know. How does all that oil get here? On a boat. How do you think it gets here? Just on a boat? Yeah. Pump it into a boat and ship it over. Yeah, pump it over is crude, and then it goes to a refinery where they then break it into the yeah. litany of shit that comes out of crude refining. Man, we're like the human race is so fascinating. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, people. I mean, imagine all three of you. Imagine the Earth like a speck in our solar system. <laughs> And you got even this, <laughs> these little tiny little creatures called humans uh-huh. sending oil across the water from continent to continent. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm just blown away sometimes. Oh, you, we are fascinating. You started off really strong there, and then you just, just kind of fizzled out real quick. A, Have you seen the preview for the movie 65? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. It, it, it's a movie, so it's obviously Hollywood, and and it's fascinating um, to to watch movies sometime. And you're like, "How high were you <laughs> when you thought about this? <laughs> you know how how completely out of your gourd do you have to be to write this mm-hmm. script?" Okay. You know? But this one is actually something that I never really thought of, but it's kind of cool. So I've watched a couple of brief, you know, trailers, not like the official one, whatever, but the premise is that this spaceship crashes into what is not what is known as Earth, the planet Earth, 65 million years ago. Okay. These humans that are on this spaceship crash into what is known to them as the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And when it crashes, you know, they survive and, and all this other shit. Anyway, here come dinosaurs. And this cat's got like a gun. You know, they got they got weapons. <laughs> the, the, the humans that landed have weapons and right, you know, some whatever the fuck futuristic rifle or whatever. And like dinosaurs just start popping out of everywhere, trying to eat them and yeah. running from them. And it, I mean, it's about it's it's like a different play on Jurassic Park. Okay. Where Jurassic Park, we reanimated right, right. fossils. This one takes us the other direction, where we end up crash landing on Earth, and the dinosaurs are, the, are the only thing here. Hmm. And we're like, oh my god, there's these monsters, you know, and <laughs> it's, it's so. It's so it's just like what? Now, that's a flip. So I'm like, all right, I see you. That might be kind of cool. You can watch I, it, okay? I mean, I might check. I'm not going to the movie theater, but I'll check it out when it comes out. Right. I will tell you this. Can though. you watch it on Oculus? That'd be sick. Yeah. How's your hand? My hand's fine. Fuck right. that wall. But look here. I think I may have told you this. Like I, I watch a movie. Hmm. I wouldn't call myself by any stretch of imagination a movie buff. Mm. But I do have, like most people, their favorites. <laughs> I have a lot of experience staring Since at the TV Since I too. was a kid, Top Gun has yeah. been my number one. Right. I wanted to be really? a naval aviator. Cool. I couldn't fly. I couldn't. The naval recruiter told me I couldn't be a carrier pilot because I wore glasses when I was a kid. So at the time... The Navy said you can't land on a carrier deck if you've got glasses. Mm-hmm. So they were making fun of you for wearing glasses? Probably. And LASIK wasn't a real thing at the time. It was just new right. enough to where, like, I said, well, fine, I'll go get LASIK. Oh, or for real? If you've had corrective vision at the time, and we're talking about 96, 97, when I was a you know sophomore, junior, senior in high school, you know, you still can't. If you've had corrective vision. Mm. Now, obviously, the policy has just changed, mm. I believe. So, and I was like, well, screw that. I'm not doing, That's I'm you. not joining the military, you know. And <laughs> wish I had done it differently. But either way, right, Top Gun, which was 86 or 87, whenever it came out, right. 86. Love that movie. The soundtrack. I can, I can tell you that every line from really? start to finish. <laughs> I love the fucking movie. 
I remember a couple of years ago or a year ago, whatever the fuck it was, a couple of years ago when they said they're going to do a sequel. And okay. I was like, man, don't fuck that up. Uh, <laughs> but the sequel, from what I heard, I didn't watch it, is actually really it good. Is like amazing. fantastic. It is the best follow-up to any blockbuster original movie. That's awesome. Uh, so, you know, last week, Last week, I, we, we didn't meet because I was in Denver. Right. And I flew out to see a buddy of mine. So on the flight back, I'm scrolling through movies to watch on the flight. Right. And I see Top Gun Maverick, and I'm like, oh, look, I've been wanting to see this. Oh, so you watched it watch while it. in the air. Balling like a motherfucking baby. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> you know, on, on Delta, On the right? plane. On Delta, you know, you can you can subscribe to the Wi-Fi, and, like you can right. text. So I'm texting, I'm texting Julie the whole time, you know, and I'm like, oh my fucking God. I'm like, I'm having to wipe my face because I'm freaking crying on this flight. It was incredible. Yeah. I was like, man, bravo guys. What a fantastic movie. Cool. I I feel like I want to watch it now. I can't wait to watch it again. You know, your good friend who still works at the company at which I work. <laughs> My good friend, I love he that. He also absolutely raved about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have one thing in common now, okay. officially. <laughs> Tell him, well done. <laughs> you know? I'll let him know you said that. Well done. But, yeah, I was just like, man, that, you know. Um, cool. Tom Cruise did it, just fucking nailed it. You know, dude's a stud. And the throwbacks and the references really good. and the way they tied the story not yeah. only together but tied it out. Yeah. Just fucking brilliant. Cool. It Love just, it. I'm I can't say enough about it. It's stoked. It's it's like an emotional thing for me to where I want to tell everybody, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta be careful. I don't, <laughs> don't want to come across too crazy. Bro, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. That's how I felt about Looper. Once I watched Looper. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, go watch Looper. All I'll right. tell you what. Okay, let's make a deal. Over the next week, I'm gonna watch Top Gun. Yep. You you know the first one, right? I know of it. Shut the fuck up. Please don't tell me you've never I seen the original. If I've seen it, I was young and How it was probably just friends? on TV. We can't. Well, aside from the fact, I probably got 10 years on you. I can watch the first one and then watch the second one. I have no issue. True. Doing. That's not true. I don't have enough time to do all Bro, that. Bro, I got, you know, 97, 07, 17. I mean, shit, I got 30 something years on this movie where it's just like when you hear the guitar and the. Stupid intro when they when the movie opens, it's just like I know exactly what that is. Yeah, Kenny Loggins comes on. I don't know any fucking thing else he sings other than really Danger Zone. I mean, it is fucking it is Top Gun. Period. Yeah, don't fuck with it. Don't talk shit about yeah. it. Yeah, it that's it. That's a great way to get pushed down the stairs or punched in the face. <laughs> you got some tall stairs here too. I'm right. Not gonna... So. um to see, yeah, <laughs> man, it's it's fucking good. But awesome. it's like, so there's that one, and then Skyfall, James Bond. So a big James Bond fan. I do think I've seen that. No, all a while, the Bonds. Though. Know all the guys up to now that have played James Bond, you mm-hmm. know. Big Bond fan. Mm. Um, when Skyfall came out, it tied out his childhood. It also tied up who Money Penny was and where she came from mm. and how they got to the position that, you know, has been portrayed in all the movies and obviously they've changed the, you know, the vision of that character throughout the, the decades. But I really enjoyed that because I like to see the way they tied it all together. Yeah. It's properly done, but Man, I fell off. I used to be in the movies. I'm not that. I mean, I'm not that guy, right? I, I've no, known gotta, Top Gun Maverick has been out for yeah. however the fuck long it's been out. A but while. you've got a few good, solid. But I mean, I'm not the guy that's. I'm not seeking it out. If it had popped up on Amazon Prime and it was free to watch, I probably would have watched. It. Yeah, I know I saw it on there. You know, paid. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I'll check that out. I'm, I want to see that. Do you but, have a copy of it, or do I got to go buy it to watch it? 
What do I have I to do? I don't own a co- I watched the shit on the plane. I don't own a copy. Oh, that's right. I don't You've own a copy of the original. You didn't see it since on the plane. No, I saw right. it. It's one, I've seen it once. Do I need to be in the air to get the full experience? I don't think so. Okay. I forgot I was on the plane. Those are good movies. That's happened to me before. I, I like started, that. I mean, like I said, when I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> you know? And, you take the headphones off and you look around and people I mean, are staring at you. Ridiculous! I I didn't care. It was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, the all the all the the whole cast in that thing was was really freaking good. I saw a short clip on the that fly the scene with the flyover. Yeah, and how they had to. Yeah, it was like like it one. literally blew the roof off that little hut. That's so cool. Yeah, I saw, I saw all the build up to it. Um, and when you see the when you watch the the movie. You know, you can see where we saw that mm-hmm. little build-up piece, and then you'll see the. I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but yeah, it's really All right. good. All right, yeah, it's good. Watch it, man. I mean, it's a good movie if you don't have the context of the first one. Well, I'm gonna get the context of the first one, and then I'm gonna immediately watch the second. So I, I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, pro- it probably would make the second one better. But I think what made the second one so much better, aside from the fact that it was a good movie, that made it so much better was, you know, the gap between the first one and knowing what the first one, you know, was like mm. for so long for me. Okay. And, it's, and then sitting down fresh without having rewatched the first one for quite some time now, watching this, and it's just like, all right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, something I can't recreate. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, whatever. Watch the movie. It's good. Hmm. So Denver last week, Denver last week, went out, two things, went out to see a buddy of mine. He and his, his wife and his, his girl, his little girl, he's got a little girl. She's almost two now. Mm-hmm. Um, So we when, when Julie and I went over there, I think in 2020, we drove out there. COVID. Yeah, so we drove. Um, we did something like we went and ate some places in the Arts District in Denver, and, and, and really good food and really good drinks. So he and I went and visited a couple of those places and had drinks, and it was really good that afternoon. And that evening, he had made reservations at a speakeasy, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, and uh, you walk into this place. And you walk into like a a little room, and it's supposed to be a library. Mm-hmm. And like they take your name, and they put it through this little hole in the wall, <laughs> and they, the light changes color at the top of the bookshelf. You know when they're ready for you, and then the whole bookcase opens up, and you walk into this little. This is so cool. It's super cool, right? Um, and the and they got like super talented like I don't know famous mixologists in there that are making these amazing drinks right yeah and it's not bad and I say not bad and maybe I'm out of touch but you know 12, 13, 15 dollars is an oh, expensive cocktail you yeah know? I think for 18 bucks you could just you know, it's it's bartender's choice right mm-hmm. you could just what they'll do is they'll say hey what do you like and you kind of describe what you like and then he'd be like all right, I got you. And then he'll make like this fucking crazy thing and it's like handmade bitters and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. Things you've never experienced before and he'll make it and then he'll explain it to you. And it's really cool. It's a cool experience, right? Yeah. Well, we were, obviously we were hungry and they, they sell food. Uh, again, in my top three movies, Pulp Fiction. If you've never seen it, mm, cult seen classic, it. completely different movie than than uh than Top Gun. But um again, one of my favorites. I mean, it's got tons of famous people in it that yeah. you would know. Um but in there, a Royale with cheese, which is what they call a cheeseburger in France. Okay. Well they had a Royale with cheese on the menu. Uh-huh. And it's a cheeseburger with fries. And I was like, Absolutely. Hmm. Now, we're in a speakeasy mm-hmm. in downtown Denver pretentious as fuck mm-hmm. it's a $33 burger and fry don't care I want it I'm hungry give it to me <laughs> right and this place is fucking super dark you know what I mean it's 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 a speakeasy there's candles and a little bit of light but yeah 
they set this thing down and the guy the guy sets it down. We sat at the bar so we could watch the show and, and so he sits this thing down in front of me and he said Royale with cheese. Drying this beef, aged, I don't know, twenty days, whatever the fuck it was. Aged beef, mm. Angus. Uh with foie gras. Excuse me? Smoked bacon and house-made black truffle caviar. <laughs> now just think about what I just said. Dry-aged beef, foie gras. It's like a foie gras pate on the bottom, which is made from duck liver. And it's very <laughs> bougie. Smoked bacon, which was delicious, and of course cheese and whatnot. And then topped with made-in-house black truffle caviar pearls I by that time I'd already gone through one drink <laughs> we had drank we had drank way too much earlier in the day and how I wasn't just beside myself hung over I don't know but I, I just... had a lot of alcohol it was the best burger I've ever had in my life <laughs> it was so I mean... Incredibly delicious. I would hope so. After that description, yeah. He said, and fit. I was like, hey, and and so I got the menu. I, lo- I like looked the menu up online. Yeah, and I didn't remember any of that being on it. But when you read the description of the Royale with cheese that they offer, yes, that's why it's a thirty three dollar burger. It's sure. dry-aged Angus with foie gras and made in house black truffle caviar. Right. Sure. Holy smokes. And I was like, well, I didn't read none of that shit. So it was like a excellent surprise. Sure. He sat that down and I said, I'm sorry, what'd you say? You know. So just Dang. a life changing burger. So okay. Um you, what's the name of this place? I, you know what? I knew you were gonna ask me that. Because if I find myself in this situation anytime soon. I screen I, I looked it up and screenshot it because I wanted to be able to say where the hell am I? Um, I'm pulling up. You said Denver Speakeasy. Bloody hell. Where was I? Williams and Graham. Williams and Graham. Yeah. 3160 Tejon Street, Tejon Denver, Street. Colorado. I got it. Well, like straight up downtown. Yeah, bro. Right. Save it. If you go to Denver, to go ahead of your trip, make a rezo. Okay. In the evening, it's either a seven o'clock or a nine o'clock rezo. Okay. Reserve for what's the name of this burger? I'll just call it the burger. Roy, Royale with cheese. The Royale with cheese. Now I have a, again, a big foodie. Love good food. Have you ever had roasted bone marrow? No. You ever seen that where they mm-hmm. make a bone marrow butter or whatever? So they had a roasted bone marrow as a like a small. They called it a small plate. Mm-hmm. If you've if you've ever had roasted bone marrow, it's usually one bone. It's cut in half. It's roasted and it's delicious. You mix it with a butter. You can put it on ciabatta or toasted bread or, or whatever, and it's just it's amazing. Okay. This one came like that with toast points and and it was roasted bone marrow, but you could add for seven dollars a uh whiskey luge to what is this. this. So whiskey luge. We almost ordered it because we love bone I, I love bone marrow. He was like, Hell yeah, you know. This son of a bitch was about twelve or fourteen inches long. It was a massive bone and it was both sides that the you know, when they cut it in half. They roasted both sides. It comes on this big ass plate and lots of toast points. And the whiskey luge that you could add to it is after you eat everything, you know, you eat the marrow out of the middle of the bone. So then you're left with this channel. So to, to finish it off, you put it in, you put one end in your mouth and on the other end, they pour a shot no of Jack way. Daniels down it and you, you know, you hit a whiskey luge with it. Tell me, how do you? Maybe I'm too inexperienced in this uh, situation. How in the world do you coordinate when you get into that situation? You're ordering the 
the bone marrow. Bone marrow. Right. Which we didn't. How do you transition from, I don't exactly know what I'm getting here, uh-huh. to I got this thing tilted back and I'm getting a shot of whiskey poured down I, the channel? I, I don't know that, unless you were like a super adventurous food. Right, right. I don't know that I you've would never... gone to a place like this and ordered bone marrow just because you see it. Yeah. Like when I tell you roasted bone marrow, like my dad. I love my dad to death, and he's opened up a lot. But, like, I pulled out hummus and naan, mm-hmm. you know, from the grocery. Boar's head, red chili hummus, yeah. you know, and a pack of just naan. And I was like, have you ever had hummus? And he was like, hell no, I don't eat that shit. <laughs> have you ever had it? Well, no. Well, then how do you know? <laughs> you know, that's my dad. So that's take funny. my dad to a place like this and say, hey, pop. I'm going to order the bone marrow small plate. Right. You want to split it with me. That's what it is. I need somebody who's... He's going to look at me and say, fuck, you just asked me? No, I don't want that. shit sounds disgusting, you know? That's why I don't know that you go into a place like that and then see this on the menu. Right. And you're like, well, absolutely. Absolutely. And And yes, add the whiskey to it. Yeah, and I'm adding, right? You know? And what do you do? You got to call them over when you're ready. Hey, I finished my marrow. Why don't you give me that shot now? There it is. like... It's a whole experience. I, I get it. I guess you have to be one of those like you go a couple times, you see it happen. Yeah. You ask about it. You, I don't know. But yeah, it was a super cool place. Phenomenal. Everybody there was super That's nice. That's awesome. The drinks were really good. You always go to the great spots. I mean, when we went to Phoenix, you were all about. I love it. Knowing where the places are and getting there and doing the thing. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. That's cool. So that was last week. Beautiful. So you went to, so. Moral of the story is, I, I hear that you went to Denver. All you did was hang out with friends and well, go to nice places to eat. That was one day. <laughs> the second day, we went up to the, we went up, we went outside to, I think we were in wherever the hell it is, but we were outside of Denver, up yeah. in the mountains, and, uh, and went hiking. Cool. Um, you know, in the snow. I literally just talked to somebody yesterday who, what is this? Mountain lion tracks. No way. Fresh. That's so cool. It was, it was only us. It was like as big as my balled up fist. What's the name of this uh, spot that you went to hiking? This or, one, or like the general uh, area that people I would know. I took a picture of it. I guess I didn't. Where the hell was I? I literally talked to a guy yesterday who. Ever, it was an evergreen. Yes, that sounds very. That sounds like it. Yeah, we were at some trailhead up there, but like. It's like popular, right? This is the spot to be. I guess. I mean, we went on a Thursday. Apparently, so I need to go because this is the second time. And- there was literally no one else there. It's about 45 minutes. He lives in Aurora. So um, it was about 45-minute ride from his place yeah. to Evergreen up in the mountains. And then we we hiked this uh, uh, trail. And, uh, with mountain lions around. Well, I mean, for fuck's sake, we, we got out of the car. We were the only people that had pulled up to the trailhead. Yeah. And, you know, there's a couple of different routes you could take. I think we ended up doing about four miles. But it was just he and I and their dog. Yeah. And uh, fresh snow on the ground on top of a very hard ice pack. But, you know, when the dog, when you get off the trail, the snow drifts are a couple, two, three feet deep. So, you know, legit, right? Were there any frozen lakes that you went out on? Uh, No, but, like, there was a waterfall where the stream was, like, solid frozen. The waterfall was frozen up. But, um we did pass some people that were like sitting in the middle of a lake ice fishing, you know, but, uh, you know, we, we get shit, I don't know, five, 600 yards down the trail, you know, very early in the trail, but still far enough to where you're not like, all right, screw this. We're going back to the car. Yeah. And you can see the dog's tracks where she was running in front of us. And then I'm walking in front of him. And then you see these other tracks that mm. are significantly larger <laughs> than the dog's tracks. And you're like, all right, well, that's not a dog. You know, it was the round pads <laughs> right. and it was way bigger. And it was like, all right, so that's what that is. Mm-hmm. And there was fresh snow and there's nothing else there. It <laughs> right. was actively snowing when we pulled up and snowed the whole time we right. we, we hiked. So Y'all were there. Y'all yeah. Were, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, we were there somewhere, you know. You stop every once in a while and you look up into the trees, you know. Just to see. But uh, the only way that story gets any better is if you actually spotted and like, oh, I would have lost had to fend off. (laughs) I a did not want that to happen, obviously. Right. B kind of did 
Right. And then wanted a cool story to tell, right. hopefully. Well, you were close. It's but, as close as you can get to it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But it'd probably be way different if that somebody was standing in front of me. So, but, but I'm not going out like a bitch, you know? So, mm-hmm. he's going to know I was there. Mm-hmm. The only thing I had in my hand was a ski pole. <laughs> so, ski pole. Oh, what a sight. Yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. That's awesome. And obviously, we never saw anything. Man, I want to travel so bad. I haven't been anywhere in it. It's a, a long time. I mean, it, it's been a bug. The wife and I have been talking about it. I mm-hmm. think we're ready to kind of get out a little bit. But I don't think we've been anywhere since you guys came back from your last adventure. We haven't left the country. That's the first time I've been on a plane since we got back from uh, Iceland. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so I, don't, a couple of years. I don't think we've been anywhere. Actually, I think we were traveling when you were in Iceland. No, actually. Yeah, and she's got, she's got, uh, she's got a girls' trip planned. I think in June they're going cool. to Napa, so she'll Napa. go out to California. But cool. Yeah. All right. All right, man. I got to. Yeah, wrap. I got to wrap too. Got to get the car. Oh, you get the car. I got to ten o'clock. So oh, there you go. That's enough for one day. All right, All right. AI next week. AI next week. We kick off AI. I'll be shooting you some information over the week. We'll try out some things and put together a little something. Can't wait. And see where it goes. Yeah. Cool. All right. Go get the car. Peace. See the car when you get back. All right. Later.